Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another Pure Fandom podcast. This podcast is yet to be named because the series we are discussing is also yet to be named. But um, you all will know it as the Roswell Reboot. I am one of your hosts, Liz Prude, joined by my co-host, Meg Bonnie. Hey. And with all of the hype around Roswell this last week, we thought we would do a podcast talking about the Kick-Ass cast um, and all the news behind it and why you should watch. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like so much casting news and like ridiculously beautiful casting news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Roswell, hello. I know. That's what I'm saying, girl. <laughs> and there's like so many TVD nostalgia slash originals nostalgia that it's just making me feel real good. Makes your heart happy. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then um, Bunhead's nostalgia, which I might be the only person feeling it, but the main girl, um, she's going to play Liz. She was yeah. on Bunhead's and she was like super fierce and amazing really yes and like i don't think anyone watched bunheads which you know r.i.p bunheads that's probably why (laughs) Um, but it was so good and she was so good so i'm really excited to see her okay girl i didn't even realize that that's badass you just gotta do a little stocking little internet stocking i know i thought i did my stocking i'm losing my i guess i'm losing my stocking edge yeah (laughs) i used to be such a great stalker that's okay. It'll all come back to you because it's like, I feel like it's going to be a good theory show. So like it's a good digging show. Yes. Um, you know, theorizing and, and such mysterious, as is the title, mysterious. Yeah, as is really the know. title. Come on, guys. We need to come up with a really witty podcast name. So we're going to need this title very soon. Yes. Got to get our wit on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, we love puns. We're both moms. So it's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, okay, so obviously Roswell High um, is the book series by Melinda Metz that this is based on. And they had a show back in the day with Katherine Heigl and all of that. Um, that was kind of like a cult classic. I didn't watch it because I was more like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I think it's just because of my age. Yes. I did not watch it either because I was a theater kid. So I didn't watch anything that was on like the WB at the time because we didn't have the TiVo kids we're old <laughs> yeah we didn't have the TiVo heck no TGIF though was TGIF WB no that was ABC wasn't uh, it okay so that's why I watched like Sabrina the Teenage Witch Boy Meets World because mm-hmm. my three brothers so it was like we had to find common ground everyone is happy with TGIF mm-hmm. that was the jam but yeah Roswell um, when it was on, I remember catching it now and then because, like I said, no DVR, no TiVo. You just kind of watched what was on. And I always liked um, Colin Hanks, and I never realized that was Tom Hanks' son. He was on that show, on the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is Tom Hanks' son because he was also in that um, Orange County movie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the girl from that was from um, Babysitter's Club. Which was my okay. shit. That, do you remember that movie? That movie was my favorite. We could just like do a whole podcast talking about stuff that like nobody remembers. But. I know. I remember the jingle. I remember it was like yeah. Babysitter's Club, nothing better mm. than friends. Mm. I don't even remember like, their names. That's the best. Um, I don't either. It all fades away with age. I know. Oh god. 
I can't stalk people anymore. I don't remember my babysitting batches. Like growing old. I know. I can't remember. I know Stacy was like the blonde one. That's all I remember. Of course, she was probably the popular one. Mm-hmm. She had diabetes though. Well-rounded girl, that Stacy. Well-rounded girl. <laughs> Well-written, fleshed-out character. <laughs> Oh god. Speaking of characters. Speaking of Segway yes, Queen over here. Segway. Well, okay, so you said it was based on the book series and there were like 10 books. And this isn't really a reboot of the show necessarily. From what we've we've heard about it, it's going to be based on the books. Yeah. So it might be completely different. Um we know there's a little bit of a shake up with like the story and it's going to be more of like an immigration allegory sort of thing mm-hmm. which I, it might have been in the original show I can't really speak to that but I know that's going to be a focal point in this one which is really cool and very of the times and necessary so yes um, I love that I think that it'll make it more relatable and give it more of that you know it'll focus on the love triangle obviously they've talked about that or I don't know if there'll probably be a love triangle but there's a love story that's a mm-hmm. core part of this reboot and I like that it'll give it more depth. Like it won't just be about this girl's feelings and being obsessed with this supernatural dude, but more so um, how those issues influence their relationship. Yeah. And like the whole, you know, immigration thing and like the main characters, parents are undocumented and like seeing like that parallel between the aliens and her and like how that plays out. I'm really interested to see how they do that. Mm-hmm. I think that That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. And in our interview with um, Karina Adley McKenzie, who, of course, is writing and executive producing the reboot, um, Fierce Woman, she said um, that her passions are civil rights, equality, feminism. Quote, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. I want to make art that reflects those values, and my job doesn't always afford that opportunity. Sometimes it does. Um, So I think that's awesome because she's really putting a lot of those hot topics and um controversial topics at the center of the show which i think is great for the cw too because lately i've liked how they've started to graduate beyond um traditional young adult Mm -hmm. that's been popular over the last decade or so i agree but like i'm just the only thing I'm really, really hoping that Roswell does not do, and I think because they're all a little older, we won't see it. Like, can we just not have any teachers sleeping with students on the CW, on this series? Like, that's such a thing with all of the shows. Um, I don't know if it was on before, but I've noticed in my rewatching of, like, the older ones, like mm-hmm. Dawson and things like that, traditional WBs, it's like every every show has that, and, like, I'm hoping that that's not something that's part of this reboot let's leave that in the past yeah I don't think I actually realized that but I mean it's in Pretty Little Liars like big time Pretty Little Liars um I think maybe the only one it wasn't in was Vampire Diaries because the teacher was with the mom yeah I can't I can't place I mean there's definitely weirdness of the ages and ages of the vampires and the teenagers but Such as any vampire story with you. True. I mean, they're immortal beings. Like, once they pass 30, it's like, well. Man. 100. I don't know. That didn't come out the way I wanted it to. 
Um, speaking of vamps and werewolves um, and soups, oh my, Nathan Parsons cast. Yeah, um, so Paula. He he's playing Max. So Max is like the romantic lead, which he's like so swoony. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was in True Blood for a hot minute, and then obviously he was in the originals playing Jackson, head of the werewolf clan that Haley was betrothed to, um, for all of you original fans out there. Um, Yeah, and this article by Deadline said that Max is a natural-born leader and dedicated Roswell police officer who has kept a secret for years, concealing his origin and unearthly abilities. Oh, I like that. I like how you read that. Thank you. Wait, so and is so he, he like the alien? That's what's going Yeah, he's going... an alien. Yeah, him and his sister. So Max and Isabel, Izzy. Okay. They are siblings. And then there's another one and he's like, he's not adopted. So he doesn't have like this peachy keen life like Max and Isabel do. Mm-hmm. So he's like in foster care and he has like a violent childhood. And that is, I don't remember his name now. Michael? Yes. So Troubled he, but I, brilliant. I think he's going to be like, which I actually thought Trevino would have been really good for him, but we don't want to typecast him as, you know, dramatic troubled boy. True. He's still playing like the son of the mayor or not the mayor. He's playing the son of like the sheriff. -hmm. sheriff. So familiar role for him Mm -hmm. like he was in TVD, but I'm excited to see him with a different personality if that's what we're going to find. Yes, and like, how bad do you want Matt Donovan to like roll up and be like, "Hey guys, oh my god, what if they just did a crossover and they were like, we're bringing in, um, you know, um, a really great police officer from Mystic Falls, Virginia. His name is Matt Donovan. I would lose my He's fucking like, shit. Part of my extra French. human, superhuman, superhuman, <laughs> totes human. Oh, Matt Donovan. I know. How did that little fella? He's the he best. Yeah. How did he survive? His charming good looks, boyish charm. So handsome. Get you through anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of boyish charm, this is really random, but Eric and I are watching, quick side note, Parenthood, and um, it's good, but people are, like, obsessed with it. I'm not obsessed, but it's fine. I'm only in season two, though, and Michael B. Jordan is in it. I was just going to say that. He is... Yeah the epitome of boyish good looks like oh my god smile oh he, he makes just, me like, melt up all the stars in the sky yes mm. he's perfect so karina if you're listening put him on your show too like make him an alien mm-hmm. take away his belly button throw him <laughs> in there it's fine i'll take him belly button or not <laughs> sans belly button any way i can get him I wonder if they're going to do that on this show, too, because that was, like, a, a big thing. It's, like, one of the only things I remembered from the original was, like, the one dude lifting his shirt up, and there's no belly button. Like, it must have been in, like, promos or something. I thought like, that was the Tyler XY one or whatever. Kyle XY? Kyle XY. Sorry. He might have a friend, Tyler. We don't know. No, I, I think it's this. Did <sighs> I just invent that? No, I don't think you did, did but it I want to see it. Roswell no, belly button. No, I swear button. Roswell was, like, a belly button thing. Let me see. Oh, yeah. This is not popping up. I'm getting weird Google search now. I looked up <laughs> Roswell belly button. Roswell TV show, no belly button. Um, yeah, that was Kyle XY. 
Damn it, Kyle. Claw I mean, at least that's memory. the promo for Kyle XY. <laughs> okay, so Kyle XY, if you ever do a reboot, we can talk about your belly, your belly button. button. But they may have done it in Roswell, too. Maybe, well, like, are aliens born traditionally? Maybe that's just, like, a general alien thing. See, like, that's why something... would you have one? Yeah, true. Because, you know? I, you know, the whole thing is to be fed from your your mama. But what if, see, that's what I want them to dive into. Like, I, from what I've read, the books and the show were, I mean, it's pretty sci-fi. When you bring in aliens, like, we're not talking about vampires and, you know, that kind of love genre. Like, aliens are a whole other beast. And part of really good sci-fi, I think, is having a solid mythology balanced mm-hmm. well with, um, you know, I've, you know, like they always have like some moral theme, ongoing theme. Like that's why Star Trek was so good, is so good, all that. I hope they have that in this as well, and it's not just like, oh, cool, he has superpowers. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, it's not even just superpowers. Like in the book series, they can dreamwalk. Like they can go into. Which was kind of like vampire-y. Didn't mm-hmm. like, they, they could do that for like a hot second. Like when he wasn't playing with his crow or whatever that was. Yeah, I think they stopped the crow thing after season one. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing to look back on. Like, ooh, why is it foggy? Damon and his crow. Damon and his crow. <laughs> Lindy and I actually, um, pure fandom, other pure fandom gal guys, she and I, when we before we were pure fandom, and we were Team TSD. We made T-shirts with the Damon Crow on it, and put Team awesome. TSD over it. They're awesome. really, really trashy. I found it while we were moving, and um, I tried to put it on, and it didn't fit me. So that's okay. You've outgrown it uh-huh. with your, your life, physically and emotionally. And emotionally, yeah. So the dreamwalking thing, I think, is gonna be really cool if they do it. It's in it's in the books. Um, and they do, there's like some sort of emotional tether between them. So I don't know if it's just the aliens that can sense like their own emotions or if they can tell like if a human is having a bad day, but that, that's a thing that's in the books that I was reading about, which I think is gonna be super interesting. Like a yeah. spidey sense for drama. Like, Ooh, my angst alert is going off. My angst human. alert. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder he- if it'll be more scientific versus like, um, supernatural mm-hmm. you know like they'll explain it how this might be a poor example but how in avatar the james cameron avatar they have awa or whatever you know and it's basically like it's a network that they upload memories to but it's basically just a, a cl- the cloud what we call the cloud <laughs> you know like they back up people's memories and i like that twist because it's like technology that you know we humans can harness so i wonder if they'll bring that in with these aliens as well like it's not so much like "Ooh, you're mystical and you're supernatural it's almost like no like we're we work this way so we're able to tap into blah 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 and you know maybe the antagonist of the series is trying to harness some of these powers and technology of these aliens like control them Mm -hmm. tap into like hack their emotions hack their emotions i like that i don't know that could be a cool twist something different Mm -hmm. well gosh it's gonna have twists and angst and from what we've seen 
from Karina, like historically. I don't know if you read her book that she wrote. No, I need to. It's very good. Really? It's very good. Yes. I want her to write a second one. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. I think we should do a giveaway. Um, well, we'll give away one to you and then to, to some listeners. I know, right? <laughs> I'll gift one to myself. I'm reading two right now. I started, I finally started um, Deborah Harkness, A Discovery of Witches. Ooh, let me know how that is. Um, well, the show's coming out, you know, mm-hmm. and we may be talking to some behind-the-scenes folks. So I was like, oh, I need to read these books. And then um, the last Fierce Female we interviewed on the site, Cameron Hurley, mm-hmm. sci-fi writer, I got The Stars Are Legion, um, which is super-duper sci-fi, but ultra-feminist, which is pretty badass. So that I'll, sounds awesome. I'll add another one on. I think my unofficial goal this year is to read, like, only female authors. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's why I need book. Everly, too, girl. My gosh, I'm trying. It's it's up here. I know. I'm just bit. stressing you out. <laughs> I know. And, like, my publisher and my, my publicist and my grandmother, it's like, how's it going? Like, Leave me alone, Grandma. How you doing, Mag? Give me a book. Yeah, she's um, adorable. For those of you that haven't read Everly by Meg Bonnie, you need to because it's kick-ass. It's very forward, um, and it's all about empowering badass bitches. And it's an original sci-fi supernatural fantasy story, and you need to read it. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Um, speaking about our badass women, so Julie Pleck, of course, showrunner of tvd and originals slash writers slash all around badass is directing the pilot of roswell that's awesome I know. that makes me so happy i, I love that we're gonna have a little plaque a little plaque action i know and she just Good. did a riverdale episode i saw too she did and you know what it felt like it, it felt vampire diaries like did there it? i think there's a bunch of blood or something and i was like Julie. Oh, Jules. This is you, Jules. Oh, Jules. Yeah. I haven't caught up on Riverdale. I'm almost there. My mom is on season two now, and she wants to watch together. Um, she read the I Archie comics. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, like, how she's going to take it after watching and then, like, having read them, because damn. Some stuff yeah, happened. she, the whole, um, spoiler alert, cover your ears if you haven't watched yet, the incest twist. Um, she was like, what the hell? But my mom likes weird stuff. Like that's where I get, I get my sci-fi from my dad, like Star Wars and all that stuff. And my mom likes creepy ass shit. Like American Horror Story is her jam. That's awesome. She loves weird. So I think she's digging it, but she's like, it's just so bizarre because that's not what I grew up on with this story. No. Yeah. It's definitely a darker take, which I like that trend on the CW and then. I kind of hope that it carries over into this this reboot. I say I don't like calling it a reboot. Don't I don't call either. it a reboot because it's not really a reboot. It's it's a reimagining. There oh. you go. It's a reimagining because a reboot to me means a lot of the same people are coming back and you're you're mm-hmm. going off the same story as before. Yeah, but they're just they're going back to the source material. So right. like it could be completely different. Like look at the hundred. It's completely straight away from the books. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. But, like, someone else could come in and do, like, you know, in 10 years, do a, the 100 book series mm-hmm. reimagining. It could be a completely different story. I am, um, we need to, like, coin reimagining. I think that's great. Way to go, girl. I think, 
I think I read it somewhere, but I will take full credit. <gasps> Is that going to be our podcast name? What? Reimagining Roswell. Yay! That's beautiful. <laughs> it sounds really pretty. It's beautiful. I like it. I like it too. Hashtag reimagining Roswell. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it too. Okay. That's the standing one for now. Um, more fun news. Uh, Tyler Blackburn is going to be in the, in this reimagining of Roswell as Sergeant Alex Maines. That'll be kind of fun. Um, the official synopsis for him is returning home from the Middle East after experiencing his fair share of psychological and physical trauma. Alex aims to adhere to his father's expectations, abandoning his dreams and the possibility of a future with the man he loves. Yay. I'm so happy. Yay. Okay. Um, so will his, I guess his father, it sounds like isn't too keen on his sexuality. Is that what's going on? Probably. That's probably where they'll, they'll take it. I hope they don't though. I hope he's like, I love you. I just want you to live here and like not be battling things in the Middle East or wherever he was. Right. So maybe he's just like, Papa needs you at home, son. I love you. I love you. I don't care who you love. Yeah. Because I feel like the whole, um, parents accepting sexuality thing, not that it still doesn't happen today, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to, for TV show purposes, how do we, um, well, I don't know. I mean, that could be the fact that he's dealing with war and then also dealing with acceptance from his family. That's a recipe for an emotional disaster. And I don't know. If, did you watch Pretty Little Liars? Mm -hmm. Like he he can handle it. Like he had an effed up childhood. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like serial killer stalker aside like he all of his story <laughs> stuff like that was really good and like really emotional right and he always had like the single tear like hold up single tear you single know like tier. he was he had the angst and and the hair he's a beautiful man he is Him and, and he's Hannah gonna be goals. with a man yeah they're pretty damn cute i thought he was the um that is a for a hot second he was, i didn't like, even i was like i can't with a anymore like mm. How awesome would it be if he like just gets random texts and they never explain it? He's like, oh shit, oh shit, my phone. Damn. I know. <laughs> I <laughs> love he, like, their ads suspiciously. <laughs> like, what's he doing? What's that they just, A over like, there? They never, never address it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be awesome. I was kind of bummed that the Pretty Little Liars spinoff didn't do well. You know, I like watched a little bit of it, so like I binged um, Pretty Little Liars mm -hmm. last year. And then they did all that stuff with, like, his character. And I was so confused because I was like, these are all, like, people I've seen in other things, like, mm -hmm. in his episode. And then I looked it up. And I, I guess I didn't realize that he had a show. Maybe that's probably why it didn't do so well. Yeah. Well, it was Ravenswood. pretty good. Yeah, Ravenwood, Ravenswood or whatever. I thought it was going to be good, but whatever. A little, little too ghostly for yeah. that crowd. It was, yeah, for that crowd, it was like, that's not why you watch Pretty Little Liars, you know? Um, but whatever. I still get my, my like, spooky stuff from the originals. We got one more season. So I'm catching up. <gasps> that's, like, my new, my new watch. Because I think I stopped watching it when I had a baby. Mm-hmm. Babies implode your entire TV watching Girl. life. How dare they? Mm-hmm. And... So then I started to catch back up, but, like, I think the timing of it always came back when, like, 
um, The 100 came mm-hmm. back. And since I cover that, I cover that at purefandom.com. You can catch all my articles. Um, so I would always gear my attention towards that. And I think I just fell behind. But like, oh, my God, I love that show. And like Caroline's going to be on it. Like, I'm here oh. for it. So I'm going to catch up. I know. I just I don't know what it is about the Michelsons. Uh, they're just they draw me in I love Klaus so much and the way they all like their drama with each other and I think it's because the family the focus is on the family mm-hmm. and not so much a love story that's what allows it to keep going you know like how love stories can get played out um with this family drama you could go on forever all right and you can't escape them you no can't just be like, bye we're you, done yeah you like, can't like no, break no. up you at Thanksgiving I know right <laughs> Um, no, be mad at me for so long. It's just so good, and yeah, Caroline's gonna be on it. Did you ever read the books that Julie wrote? I did not. I did not know there were books by Julie. Oh, girl, I um, I would send you mine, but I sent them to another girlfriend. Um, she wrote, so I read them on my honeymoon. So this was she came out with them in 2014 and 15, mm-hmm. and it's a trilogy about the Michelsons in New Orleans in like the 1700s. And what happened when they got there? Oh, yeah. it's okay. writing that down. Yeah, it's called um, the originals, um, the awakening. Then there's the loss. Then there's the resurrection. Nice. It's so good. My favorite thing about the Michelsons is how when they piss each other off, they like stake them and stick them in a box for a I know. while. <laughs> like, like, where that? was that when I was kid? I like, know. I my brother sometimes. I would love to like stick them in the closet for like three to four years oh yeah like fine you can come out now mm-hmm. that's what this is like I like that it's it's so good and I think I read somewhere that she was like I just have so many stories I want to tell with them that I can't do on screen mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna write a book series that's freaking awesome like if she wants to write another trilogy because there's a thousand years of story to tell I mean, I'll read them in a heartbeat. It was the best. I was in Kauai. I just married Eric. I could finally start eating real food again because I didn't have to fit into my sample dress. And (laughs) I would order buffalo wings and these like poke nachos and a bottle of champagne and get white girl wasted on the beach reading about my vampires. That's awesome. I mean, Eric was like, can we hang out? And you're like, don't touch me. I was like, don't touch. Like, I love you. But I can't right now. <laughs> Aside of, you know, obviously marrying him and having my baby. That was like the best week of my life. So thanks, Jules. Way to go, Jules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to read those. I'm not allowing myself a new book until I finish writing this damn book. So that's like Oh, yeah. You can't. No. You got to finish writing. Yeah. Well, I made a, a cardinal mistake during my, my writing. I started watching Jessica Jones. <laughs> no! Like my, my rule. I know, and I, I always do it. So I'm glad this show isn't on right now, Roswell, because, like, it would be, like, a drop-everything kind of show. But at you least you'd of- have a break, like, week over week with Roswell, so you could write, like, you'd be like, okay, I can watch the episode, and then I'll write till next week. Jessica Jones, you completely screwed yourself because you just have to watch them all. I know. It's problematic which okay shout out to jessica jones for having all female directors did you see that no isn't that amazing <gasps> and i really i hope they do that on roswell i feel like if any other show is going to follow in those footsteps like maybe not every director but right. like you know because they have so many more episodes mm-hmm. i feel like karina and julie would be like yeah we're doing that 
like that's yes. happening. Yeah. Oh so God. hopefully like they they keep like the girl girl power movement going and it's not really a movement. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's exactly. Happening. Alice Trotton is a director that has done a flash episode, Legends of Tomorrow. She did Doctor Who, Sherlock, Merlin. She's kind of a sci-fi queen. Um, mm-hmm. that's who I'm trying. I actually, she agreed to an interview on the site. So look forward to that guys. We're just awesome. seeing how we're going to fit with our scheduling, but I feel like she could, would fit into that perfectly. That's kind of like oh. her niche and she's done the CW anyways. That's awesome. That'd be kind of badass. There's another female director for y'all. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll make a list and send it over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you need some writers, there's two girls right here. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Uh, you know what? I'll just send over a couple of my scraps. No big no deal. No problem. Okay, Jules. We'll catch lunch. Oh, God, I wish. Um, <laughs> so any other any other big Roswell news? Um, I think just in general, the cast looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, obviously, like, they look amazing. But we've seen all these, most of these people, like, kill it emotionally and like figuratively and literally on screen like they get down to it and lily cowles i think her name is from brain dead i haven't i never watched that show i didn't either she, she seems like she's really interesting i watched an interview with her about brain dead because i was just kind of just checking on the cast and stuff mm-hmm. and she she seems like a really cool chick so i'm i'm excited to see her she plays um max the main guy's sister isabel Oh, awesome. That, okay. That's the Heigl, Catherine Heigl's role on the first, on the original show. And she's the blonde, right? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, like, she's the one I know least about, but yeah, you have to, like, watch the interview. She's pretty cool. So oh, I'm excited. Fun. I think it's going to be awesome. And Karina, like, I would give anything to her. Like, I mm-hmm. trust her with everything as far as storytelling and, like, the way she can, like, build angst, but, like, not so much that you're, like, Oh my god, I can't watch this anymore. Like this is us, which I love. But I know, you know I'm the same. I'm the same with it. I love it, but I'm also like, wow. Well, I I read the recaps. Like I, I'll edit those before we put them up on the site because right. one of our other writers does it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, like, I'm not ready for that. So then, like, because I know what's coming, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can watch that yet. Yeah. No, so she's think- a great storyteller. I mean, um, she said in our interview with her, too, that Julie Plack even told her she's a wonderful storyteller when they just went out to dinner before she even started doing stuff with TVD and originals. Um, and when Julie Plack tells you you're a great storyteller. Right. Like you just are. Yes. And I don't know. Her whole entire story is like Karina's like personal professional journey is like so exciting and like just makes me want to support the show even more like she was an entertainment journalist like us and then she wrote a book and then she was writing on a tv show that she you know was interviewing most people for Mm -hmm. the year before and now she's producing her own show and writing her own show and it's just it's awesome and like I can't wait to support it 1000 percent it's like inspirational and um it's just kick-ass it is you know she's the gal she's She's doing it you're doing it karina we're We're your your little cheerleaders (laughs) we love you um well i think we have a couple more minutes before i'm going to get kicked out of this studio um what do you okay so any last ask last minute thoughts why should someone watch roswell 
I think they should definitely come for the proven track record of Julie and Karina. Mainly Karina, because I think she's going to be leading the writing and and all of that, the storytelling. Mm -hmm. And stay for just like the message and, you know, how it relates to what's going on in the world. And we need more stories like that where it shows us looking at these problems head on and conquering them and not just, you know, a news story that we forget about the next day. Like it's in your face. It's going to be characters you care about dealing with things that you need to care about. I think it's going to be awesome. And it's, it's good actors, people that we've seen before that we kind of trust with our hearts to, to make us all sad and happy at the same time. So I think it's going to be great. How do I even top that? Just everything you just said, basically. Um, Thanks you for could do it while dancing. <laughs> <laughs> dancing yeah. it up. Girl, you're so right. It's just, um, yeah, these actors, uh, not that new actors aren't, you know, refreshing and great, but these are solid actors with track records um, in the genre too. So, you know, they're invested in a fandom we're passionate about, which is, you know, sci-fi and fantasy. And um, I think that's kick-ass. And the fact that it's helmed by women. Um, and if we know anything about Karina and um, Julie, I'm not sure her level of involvement beyond the pilot, but, you know, that's her mentor. Uh, we will definitely, per your earlier comment, see more women involved in the show, whether it's directing, producing, writing. Um, it's mainly a female cast, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the core character... Um, that plays opposite uh, Nathan Parsons, you know, I think when you're writing about a woman dealing with issues of today, immigration, um, you know, feminism, uh, sexism, all that kind of stuff, when it's written by a woman who's actually passionate about those things, that's going is what's going to make it good. It's not mm-hmm. going to be surface level stuff. It's going to be real. It is going to be real. And if you follow Karina on Twitter, which I hope you do, mm-hmm. um, everyone should. Like, she's real. Like, she will slap you in the face with her words. That's and I right. Think that's what she's going to do here. That's right. Uh, well, girl, this is so fun. I can't wait um, to talk about it more. I think, um, yeah, we'll kind of keep bringing you news as we hear more about the show. We will definitely do more. Well, we'll do regular podcasts when the show is on. Um, it'd be super fun to maybe get someone involved with the show on the podcast. That would be pretty cool leading up to it. We'll see what we can oh. do. But Absolutely. And it's not officially picked up, but we've decided to put all of our eggs in the Roswell. Reimagining Roswell basket. Reimagining Roswell basket. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, thanks so much, boo-boo. You can follow Meg on Twitter at MegBonnieWriter. She's the best, um, our former Teen Wolf Queen, but forever Teen Wolf Queen. We have Teen Wolf Fandom Week this week, so make sure you check out at pure underscore fandom on Twitter for all of our nostalgia and giveaways. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Liz Prue, P-R-U-G-H. I have, like, no followers, but I'm starting to tweet more. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, yeah, go follow wah. Liz. She's, like, lots of cool techie stuff, too. I yeah, I'm a tech things. nerd. I also consult um, marketing, or what? How do I say it? I'm a marketing consultant for tech companies, go. mainly my yeah, husband's company. Yeah, that's what company. your business card says. Like, yeah. what is this called? I don't know. Call me. I don't I know. Like Call it. me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out together. Exactly. Basically, I just do my husband's company, so that way I can do fun stuff like this with awesome people like Magdalena. Hey. 
Magdalena. I like that. I think Linda's my new given name. Mm-hmm. Um, check us out at purefandom.com. If you want to write for us, email Liz at purefandom.com and we will get you all set up. And I think that's it. Awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to talk more about this when it's official, officially official, reimagining Roswell. Reimagining Roswell. Me too. I can't stop saying it. I know. (laughs) Say it five times fast. I can't. It's too early. It's Monday. I know. Ask me tomorrow. Okay. All right, everyone. Cheers. Bye.